welcome to the Dave Squared Podcast. I'm David Kramer, who usually comes to you from Northern California, but today I am in Tucson, Arizona. Southern Arizona. I'm Dave Blasco from Central Arizona. Dave and I have been friends since the early 1980s when we were college roommates. And we finally found a medium to share our wisdom with the world, or at least our opinions. Between us, we have two engineering degrees, two master's degrees, an economics degree, 60-plus years of work experience, and probably, oh, I don't know, 20 or 30 different frequent flyer uh, programs. And we're making this podcast together to try to help each other, and hopefully you, the listener, save some money. So, Mr. Kramer, what is the topic for today? Well, since I was on a plane for the first time in over six months, uh, I think we're going to talk about travel and uh, how one might save some money. Or lack their lack of travel. I haven't been on a plane since February. February. So those uh, Southwest uh, Point Visa cards you strongly recommended aren't working out so well this year, huh? <laughs> Listeners, I think I think we talked about this before. I really love the Southwest Visa cards, and I love um, charging most of my expenses on it paying it off every month and then getting a companion pass. And funny story that the, the um, I just got a companion pass just as this whole COVID-19 thing kicked off and I've taken zero trips since then. <laughs> when you have zero, it gets hard to do the calculation on return and investment. Yeah. Well, I guess if it's in the numerator, it's easy. <laughs> yeah. So maybe another, another podcast, but I've switched my primary credit card from the Southwest card, which I really like because tr- we do travel two or four times a year to a card that gives cash back because uh, at this point, I think I've got 100,000 Southwest points and no inclination of going anywhere with them. Yeah, I, I haven't used that Southwest credit card uh, pretty much at all. My primary credit card is the Costco Visa um, which does give you pretty good rebates. It's kind of a pain in the ass because you got to get them at the uh, warehouse generally. Um, and you're also tempted to say, oh, look, I've got $700. I should go to Costco and buy myself another TV set until your house is filled with TV sets. Um, <laughs> but on the other hand, I also like to try and uh, travel as light as possible. And since I do shop at Costco and I need to carry the card, it's good that I have, it's also um, a credit card. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people do, do like that card. We probably should revisit credit cards here sometime soon as a topic. So uh, you, you, you're in the middle of your trip right now as we talk, so you're away from home. And uh, actually, uh, t- tell us about why you decided what you do and how it saved, how it saved some money. Right, so uh, I had to get from the San Francisco Bay Area to Tucson, Arizona, um, which I've done in the past, uh, but it's hard to get here from there. And uh, what with the COVID-19 restrictions, that made it even more interesting. Um, So it started out looking for flights from San Francisco Airport, SFO, which is the closest to my house, direct to Tucson. And there are only a couple each day, and I was having trouble making the times work out, and they kept getting more and more expensive. And I couldn't find a Southwest flight, uh, which I think there used to be a lot of, but maybe I'm imagining that. Um, And I have a a Southwest travel voucher from when I was trying to save money on my cell phone. Um, 
So I decided instead of that, I flew to Phoenix, which is a major airport, got a direct flight. I think they have direct flights every hour. Um, I ended up flying from San Jose instead of San Francisco and uh, had to rent a car anyway because we're here for a baseball tournament. You have to be able to drive around and drove the, eh, what, roughly two hours, hour and 45 minutes from Phoenix to Tucson. So ba- basically you had some free travel vouchers that you used, uh, you know, some, some cost at that point, but used them up and then drove down to Tucson, which I just looked it up on Google Maps. It's a, almost 120 miles from airport to airport, and depending where, where you are in Tucson, which I'm not sure, it could be as close as 100 miles. Yes. Yeah. Like you, not quite as bad as you who had a free companion pass, but I did have $700 in travel vouchers on Southwest Airlines, and then all travel came screeching to a halt. I was beginning to worry I would never be able to use those again. Um, so I wanted to use those. So it depends how you do the calculations. But it did save, in the direct cost of the airfare, it saved 200 plus, $250 each. So 500 bucks savings on the airfare. Um, and if you... And then with perhaps a little bit longer drive, so instead of having to drive half an hour to your place, maybe you had to drive a couple hours. Yeah, so you should figure the cost of the gas, because I have to pay for the gas. But uh, one pleasant surprise is uh, in Arizona, gas is essentially free. Regular unleaded is $2 a gallon. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) It's interesting. I haven't bought gas for a while. We'll have an electric car, but uh, sometimes I put gas in the wife's car i haven't really checked it lately we haven't we've used so few gas i had i don't think i put gas in the car for four months uh the uh off-brand places are at a dollar 99 for regular so so anyways i think that's it's not uncommon for people to do that living i live here in the phoenix metro area i think we're like four million people i, I believe tucson is somewhere between a half million and a million people it's a you know reasonably sized city but much smaller but I've known a lot of people have done the same thing you've done where they've flown to Phoenix and just driven to Tucson because the connections are poor. You only have maybe one choice or two choices a day. Um, and it's just uh, almost worth it to do that. Yeah, Dave, living in the Bay Area, we are kind of blessed with airports because it is, I don't know, 10 minutes to the San Francisco airport from our house. But you can be at San Jose Airport in 20 minutes and 40 minutes you can be at Oakland Airport. Um and in a lot of major metropolises, it's an hour to get to the airport from where most people live. Yeah, so that gives you a lot of options to, you know, flying or flying direct. Um, you know, as I was saying before, it's not uncommon for people to fly to Phoenix just because of the, because of the cost and because of just the timing. I suspect as Tucson gets bigger, that may change. But um, I know over the years, I've flown to alternate airports before just to save money. Um, I remember years ago, I lived in South Florida when we first met, and I lived in uh, Fort Lauderdale suburb, uh, Broward County area. At that time, the airport in Fort Lauderdale in 1982 was fairly tiny, and I would never fly to Fort Lauderdale. I would go down to Miami, and the Miami airport was only 25 miles farther away, but literally, you'd save yourself a couple hundred bucks on a on a flight and it just wasn't worth it to fly out of Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. My parents live in Asheville, North Carolina and their house used to be the nearly walking distance to the airport there. 
but there were no direct flights from anywhere. So, and it just adds so much time when you have to switch planes. You might as well uh, get in the car and drive an extra hour and a half. So I'd fly to Charlotte. And, and Charlotte's a, a hub for, um, used to be uh, U.S. Air. Now, uh, so um, uh, obviously you get a lot of direct flights out of there. I know that uh, a few years ago I was thinking about this topic and, I went to Boston uh, with my kids. We went to a whole tour of New England. At that time, I wanted to fly Southwest, and Southwest does fly to Boston now, but I believe back at that time, they did not fly to Boston. So I believe we flew into Providence, Rhode Island, which is, those states are pretty small. It was pretty pretty darn toot and close, and I like to fly Southwest. Uh, it was a pretty easy thing to do. Yeah, I got to admit, I really wanted to fly Southwest since I was flying for the first time uh, because... I believe it's true, but Southwest certainly gives the impression that they care about their customers and would rather they not die and come back and buy future airplane tickets. Um, I, I didn't experience myself, but I'm sure you've seen those pictures of cross-country air, pl- air flights that had uh, every seat full. Yeah. Now they say, I think uh, they're saying they're keeping the middle seat open until sometime later this fall. And I, like you, do believe them. I think they do put a priority on and customer focus and whenever my wife and i travel i try to f- fly southwest just because they are so easy to deal with and easy to change and don't have huge change fees yeah and other airlines are trying to catch up with them now there was a point i'm sure you remember this when southwest market capitalization was more than all the other major airlines combined which sounded crazy since they all those airplanes and stuff they owned, but if you look it up on a uh, profit basis, they were the only airline at the time that made any money. Yeah, I think um, I remember years ago, it must have been probably around 2001, I used to get Money Magazine. When Money Magazine was actually published, it no longer being published in a print form. I think Southwest was the best earning air, or best earning stock over the last 30 years, if you can believe that, which I think it was circa wow. 2001 or something like that. Yeah, they're a good airline. I mean, people used to make fun of it. Probably people still do as a, as a flying bus. But, you know, flying first class on other people's nickel is a sign of our uh, civilization eroding. Next thing you'll have is uh, slaves fighting in the Coliseum. Everybody should commute on an airline the same way. Yeah, I like them. It, 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 it's fine. I um, I'm a little irritated because they got they got rid of the direct flight to New York City because my wife and I usually go to New York, New York City uh, at least over the last five years, like twice a year, and you can't fly there direct anymore. So that's kind of upset me. Yeah, um, that's that's too bad. Was, uh, I flew across country back in the day, who probably 15 years ago, and I really wanted to fly Southwest and I had to change planes twice. Um, it was still worth it because of the savings, but uh, that makes for a long trip. Yeah. So tell me about uh, tell me about your flight. How was the flight? You know, aside from the constant fear of death, it was pretty good. Um, volumes way down in the airport, um, so lines to security were negligible. Um, the staff was surprisingly friendly, um, getting on and off the plane. As usual, Southwest was pretty organized. They're only letting people on 10 at a time, 
you know, Southwest has those places where you line up based on your, your 30 number. 30 people at a time, A, B, and C, right? Right, except now they did 10 people at a time. And it, it worked just fine. Um, uh, you'd see some people on the plane wiping everything down. You were required to wear a mask um, 100% of the time, except when you were actually eating or drinking. Um, they don't sell any alcohol on the plane anymore. You get a glass of ice water and a bag of pretzel-like things. Oh man, um, you can't buy your own. You can't buy your own booze. <laughs> Bring it on board. Nope, they specifically mentioned it twice, and uh, they don't. At least in San Jose, uh, they're not selling any. Uh, the bars are all closed, so you can't wow. buy any alcohol. There are a so. lot of people that have a fear of flying. Uh, some in my family. <laughs> And I think for a lot of folks, that one or two drinks helps them get through that flight. Yeah, and I know we're big advocates of masks in this uh, uh, condition we're in. But, you know, being anxious is doesn't help if you now have trouble breathing, right? That's one of the symptoms of an anxiety attack. And it's also a symptom of wearing a mask, particularly one that you're hoping would protect you. Um, were, were the middle seats all open? Yep, middle seats were all open, um, and th that has other advantages. So there's enough bin space. You don't have to rush to make sure you can check your luggage. Um, so all in all, it was fine. Everything, because of the reduced volume, worked quite well until the very end, which was um, <laughs> getting the bus to the uh car rental place which was off-site so there's a 10-minute bus ride but because of the uh, pandemic they're only allowing 10 people on a bus which probably normally seats 40 mm -hmm. um, so the line to get on the car rental shuttle was oh I don't know two blocks long yeah. and uh, fortunately we got here at night so the temperature was down to the I don't know low 90s um, but that would have been pretty miserable when it was 104 during the day. Yeah, I hadn't thought I hadn't thought about that part of it having to wait uh, wait for the rental car bus, huh? Yes. So our listeners split up while you're waiting for your luggage. Send somebody else to get online for that. Um, I had an unusual shaped piece of luggage. I brought one of my bases. It's a travel size, so they thought it was a rifle case. So it came out last, and they had to hand it to me. Ah. Um, so that didn't help either. Hmm. On the way back, I think I'm going to use it as a carry-on since it looks like there's plenty of bin space and check my regular bag. Got it. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. I don't have to think about batteries, right? You're not allowed to check luggage with batteries. Right. No lithium batteries because they have a fire risk. Yeah. So things I haven't thought about in a while. And uh, for instance... I uh, forgot to pack sunscreen because haven't had to pack in a while. Usually, I, I look outside today. It's sunny here in central Arizona. I bet it's sunny there. Sure is. <laughs> and it's a little hard to find sunscreen. I think I found um, CVS or Walgreens had a house brand of spray sunscreen that was three and a half ounces or something because normally the spray ones are too big to bring on an airplane. All right. So keep an eye out for that, folks. Uh, same with uh, toothpaste. It, it seems like toothpaste is either 8 ounces or the little tiny ones that are 1 ounce. If you keep your eye out, you can find the ones that are 3. Um, 
but uh, they're kind of unusual. Interesting. Huh. I haven't flown, like I said, uh, my wife and I went to New York City uh, mid-February, just before the uh, uh, coronavirus outbreak, and haven't traveled since uh, haven't traveled since then. Had some uh, had a couple plans to travel, but haven't done anything. That's right. You were scheduled to come visit us, what, March 23rd or something like that. Yep, uh, that's true. And, uh, yeah, and normally uh, normally we go to New York City around the um, Labor Day weekend time because we like to go to the, see the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament. And, obviously, they didn't – well, if you're a tennis fan, they didn't play with any fans this year and hadn't didn't do that this year. It was the first time in a long time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, another reason for going to Phoenix – instead of Tucson was I really didn't want to switch planes. I didn't want to expose myself to a, yet another airport and yet another air flight. Um, that, that, well, this is a good question for you, David. Um, the airlines are saying we have more air changes than you get on a city bus. This is actually fairly safe. Do you think that's true? Uh, I'm going to say I, I don't know. I, I know that the air is refreshed quite frequently, probably more so than your house or probably on the city bus, but I don't think that protects you from the guy sitting next to you that's sneezing COVID droplets on you. That's true. You never get that many people that close together in your house. That'd be quite a party if you had 75 people um, all inside the house. Yeah, but it is very true that the air is refreshed quite often and it goes through some very nice filters. So, I don't know. It's not my area of expertise, so I imagine there's probably not a lot of droplets hanging out in the air, but like the guys next to you, I don't think it helps. I have to say I have been pleasantly surprised that people are pretty diligent about wearing masks. Um, at least everybody's trying. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I've not... I probably sheltered in place more so than the average person probably i'm up there three standard deviations away but when i've gone out a few times i think the people in arizona i've seen have done a good job about wearing the mask like i've gone to the um oh the uh had to go to the grocery store one day uh had to go to the ups store to drop some stuff off um so it's uh i think they're pretty good about that um Another surprise, obviously I also haven't stayed in a hotel in six months, and they are adjusting pretty well. Um, I made sure to reserve in a suite hotel so we'd have a microwave and a refrigerator since we're here for a few days. And um, there's in a double tree, which is fine, very nice. Um, but the restaurant's closed. There's no room service. The breakfast that's included is grab-and-go. Um so I appreciate that all from a safety point of view, but it's it's different. And uh, even like with the masking, I find it un- hard to remember that as you walk out of your bedroom that you should have a mask on because there's somebody, you're going to run into somebody right next door. Mm-hmm. You know, used to driving someplace and putting the mask on. So a couple of times I've walked out to get ice or to go get a cup of coffee and realized, oh, I'm the jerk without a mask. i got to walk back. Gotcha. Yeah, I have a mask by the door, so when I take the dog out for a walk, I'll just I'll take it with me. Um, so yeah, but sometimes like sometimes I'll forget to put it to bring it with me. 
Yeah, I put an extra disposable mask in the bag I carry when I walk the dog that's also got extra poop bags and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm still not wearing it when I'm walking outside, but I have it if, uh, if necessary. Yeah, what I, what I normally do here is we've been walking the dog a little later in the morning, especially during the weekdays, and I'm not working uh, now. So once school starts, it pretty much clears out. So you might see a few people. It's when you go early in the morning, like 7 o'clock, everybody's out. And then that's a good time to, to wear it. Um, but most of the time, you don't, you're 20 feet away from people or something like that because you're just walking out through the sidewalks or whatever. Uh, one pleasant surprise traveling, maybe all hotels are like this now, but uh, the Wi-Fi here, I'm measuring something like between 40 and 70 megabytes per second on their free Wi-Fi. That's awesome. I can remember I used to travel a lot for work, and Wi-Fi back in the day used to be so crappy. It was so ridiculously slow. Oh, yeah. If you got one megabyte, you'd be dancing, right? Yeah. So, um, though I've, I've, I'm living within the rules now, and our uh, IT security people for work do not want us using any public Wi-Fi. So I've got a Verizon hotspot that I'm using that, uh, that works pretty well. It gets 7 to 10 megabytes. So um, I was doing Zoom calls, video calls, and Microsoft Teams calls with no, no problems to speak of. So that was impressive. Yeah, I think that's I think that's plenty fast. I'm assuming your calls are going across at 720 p. So it's that's plenty fast for that. Yeah. Um, so travel in a <laughs> during the plague years, I don't recommend it. Uh, but if you do, you might as well follow these tips. So uh, starting to sound like our uh, how to buy a motorcycle um, <laughs> episode, which the lead. Advice was don't buy one. Don't buy a motorcycle. <laughs> don't travel if you don't have to, but look for the direct flight. I think it, I, I agree with you. I think it, it's worth it at, at this point, and uh, you might consider an alternate airport and driving. Yes, and um, I, it's not fair because we're not doing a direct comparison because we haven't flown on United or American or Delta, but um, I tell you, the Southwest guys do seem to be trying to keep people safe. They're always a lot happier and a lot, I think, more friendly. That's my observation. Yep. And I tell you, you got to work at it harder nowadays because you can't see anybody smiling. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I appreciate you being flexible with me, Dave. This was uh, a little more logistically challenging than normal because I'm away from my uh, fancy gear. Working remotely. Yeah, and I apologize to the listeners for my poor sound quality. I'll think that through a little better <laughs> next time we have to do a remote piece. It's the message that's important. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take care, my friend. Stay safe, Dave. <laughs>